0: This is the Grain Farmers of Ontario Market Trends Commentary for January and February of 2024. It's that time of year again. January represents a time of cold, snow, ice, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, as the great North American corn belt hibernates over winter. Farm plans are being recalibrated and past cropping results reviewed. Meanwhile, marketing never stops. Prices have softened into 2024 under the burden of memories and basic fundamentals of big crops last summer. On January 12th, the USDA weighed in with their final estimates on how big last year crop really was. USDA made big crops bigger. U.S. corn production was set at a record of 177.3 bushels per acre, which was well above the pre-report expectations. Total U.S. corn production is now estimated to be 15.34 billion bushels. Soybeans also were increased to 50.6 bushels per acre, putting total production at 4.17 billion bushels. Higher corn production translates into higher ending stocks, which now sit at 2.162 billion bushels, which is up 31 million bushels from the December report. And globally, the USDA lowered Brazil's corn production by 2 million metric tons to 127 million metric tons. Argentina's production was held at 55 million metric tons. USDA soybean estimate was higher, but still the smallest soybean crop in four years. 4.17 billion bushels was still very good from for last year's smoky summer, and with the increase in supply, the U.S. soybean ending stocks for 2023 and 24 were increased to 280 million bushels. USD increased the Argentinian soybean production by 2 million metric tons, up to 50.50 million metric tons, while reducing the Brazilian production of 4 million metric tons to 157 million metric tons. American farmers planted 34.4 million acres to winter wheat this past fall, down 6% compared to last year and below the average pre report estimate of 35.9 million acres. On January 13th, corn, soybeans, and wheat were lower than the last market trends report. March 2024 corn futures were at 447 a bushel. The March 2024 soybean futures stood at 1224 a bushel. And the March 2024 Chicago wheat futures closed at 596 a bushel. Minneapolis March 2024 wheat futures closed at 699 a bushel with a September 2024 contract closing at $7.26 a bushel. Nearby oil futures, as of January 12, closed at $72.68 a barrel, up from the nearby futures recorded in the last market trends report of $71.41 a barrel. The average price for U.S. ethanol in the U.S. was $2.04 a U.S. gallon, down from the $2.11 last month. And the Canadian dollar noon rate on January 12, 2023, was 0.7470 U.S virtually the same as the.7479 0.7479 U.S. reported here in the last Market Trends report. The Bank of Canada's lending rate remained at 5%. Now in Ontario, the mild winter continues in the new year, but that soon changed as of mid-January. The earlier weather has given opportunities for farmers to finish corn harvest in eastern Ontario. However, there are still a few fields scattered across the province which have not been harvested. This is likely by choice. We move ahead, hoping for snow cover over winter wheat, and benign weather throughout the rest of the Canadian winter. It is no secret that Ontario basis levels have retreated over the last few weeks, reflecting lower corn futures prices, but also a slightly higher Canadian dollar than the month before. It simply was a very big corn crop in Ontario this year, likely to be at a record level. This is increasingly becoming a trend as Ontario producers are challenging yields and surpassing them in several of the American top producing areas. Levels have been impacted by the Canadian dollar, which continues to flutter hitting around 74 and 75 cents US. However, it also reflects the lower local supply and demand within Ontario. We know the supply of corn and soybeans is very high and this will take quite a while to move out during the calendar year 2024. So I mean wheat prices in Ontario will continue to be affected by foreign exchange fluctuation. And you can check out all our Ontario grain prices by going to the marketing section of our website. Now the bottom line is the USDA sure landed a very bearish report on grain markets. Not only was production raised for both corn and soybeans, but also ending stocks were increased, which settled heavily on prices. And in many respects, this was not expected, as the trade thought that there would be slight cuts to production. So, like any other time when things are not quite as expected, especially on an oversupply scenario, prices retreated post report and certainly set the tone for the rest of the month of January. Keep in mind that there are a few glimmers of hope within the report corn demand was actually increased for ethanol and feed and brazil corn production was cut slightly keep in mind that we still have the safrina crop to plant in brazil which represents 75 percent of their total production unfortunately this bearishness in the market has been piled on by the non-commercial players in the market funds have been added to their net or to the short position whether that is in corn soybeans or wheat which keeps the bearish dominoes going at a certain point, that will change, and we will go the other way, and everything might get exaggerated by the same players. However, in the winter of 2024, that seems unlikely under the current scenario. This begs the question, what would producers do in January and February of 2024 with regard to new crop coming up? For instance, we usually get a post-harvest rally, which we didn't get this year, but eventually a rally is going to come. That combined with a low Canadian dollar might create the right opportunity to forward contract grain. Keep in mind, there's lots of market risk going forward. Seasonality tells us that prices should be higher or highest for the new crop contracts in June and July. Now, for corn, in many respects, we should not be surprised by the big corn numbers, especially when we planted over 94 million acres this past year in the United States. Smoky summer of 2023 produced 177 bushels acre of corn. So what could we do if we got a better growing season in 2024? Well, USDA projected yields of over 180 bushels per acre would certainly be part of that scenario. In Brazil, weather has turned wetter and ultimately when they get to plant the Sabrina corn crop, this might mean that it will go in later pushing pollination into a dry stretch. However, at this point it is still all just a theory, but it's likely the next major flashpoint for price appreciation will come in February or March. The March corn contract is currently priced at 12 cents below the May 2024 contract, which is a bearish indication of new crop corn demand. Seasonally, we know that corn prices tend to peak in early June and bottom out in early October. The March futures contract is at the 25th percentile of the past five-year price distribution range. Now for soybeans, soybean demand is still pretty good and the USDA substantiated that in their latest report. This was also a positive footnote with regard to their view of Brazil's soybean yield dropping. However, it pales in comparison to some of the other private reports coming out of Brazil, which put their soybean crop much lower. Conab, the Brazil crop rating agency, is being at 155 million metric tons of soybeans. Are we going to run out of soybeans? Well, stop laughing. At least that's the way it feels now. Argentina is almost half of a crop last year, but they're back up in production this year. And even if the Brazilian, uh, even if the Brazilian crop is down, we are still going to have a lot of soybeans. What's needed is some uneven weather in South America at the moment, and that is not in the forecast. The March 2024 soybean contract is currently priced 11.5 cents below the May 2024 contract, which is considered bearish. Seasonally, soybean prices tend to peak in early July and bottom out in early October. And the July 2024, soybean contract is currently at the 46% of the past five-year price distribution range. Now, for wheat, well, wheat is not a bullish story, and, of course, that is hardly anything new. Present-time, our wheat acres are subject to adverse weather, winter weather that be in the United States or Europe or the Black Sea region. Very low temperatures and adverse conditions can have detrimental effects on wheat in the Northern Hemisphere. Of course, it will always be hard to judge those conditions now, but if it does become a concern, it should show up in wheat futures. Back in Ontario, our 860,000 acres of wheat is currently being impacted by winter weather. Back in Ontario, our 860,000 acres of wheat is currently being impacted by winter weather. Snowcumber has not been great up until mid-January, but that likely will change. It is always hard to know how much wheat will be left over come spring. Currently, wheat prices in Ontario for old crop are slightly over $7 a bushel. and This Ontario cash wheat price will always be mainly affected by the value of the Canadian dollar. The Canadian dollar continues to flutter around 75 cents U.S., which continues to add stimulus to Ontario cash grain prices. The Bank of Canada has mused lately about not raising interest rates in the immediate future, which should have a stabilizing effect on the Canadian dollar. At a certain point, it remains a saving grace for Ontario grain prices. It would certainly be a different scenario if we had the Canadian dollar back in the 80 and 90 cent US level with lower grain futures scenario. There remains geopolitical risk going forward in all grain markets. We still have Russia and Ukraine, but of course it is wintertime over there and even in a white hot war. For the most part, price spikes come out of that war are dialed in now and we are more concerned with the effect of the Russian winter on its wheat crop. Of course, there is always the problems in the Middle East, which will continually cause underlying tensions in markets. It is not the rosiest scenario for grains, no question. There are lots of analysts who are talking about corn being led with a $3 mark instead of a $5 mark. We haven't had that post-harvest rally, but generally speaking, we get a rally in February. We also know that seasonality tells us that prices rise in June and July. So keep in mind that despite the less-than-optical grain price outlook, better things can happen. As we move ahead into February, the market will surely be trading the potential for a big harvest in South America. At the same time, the Sabrina crop will be going into the ground starting in February, and the challenge for Ontario grain producers will be to keep abreast of information coming out of that area for possible movement in prices. Then there are all the other market factors that need to be balanced, including the value of the Canadian dollar. At the end of the day, risk management never grows old and daily market intelligence will remain key. This has been the Grain Farmers of Ontario Market Trends Commentary for January and February of 2024. I'm Philip Shaw.